0: Hello, and welcome to the Parental Advisory Movie Podcast. We are your hosts, Jeff Paul and
1: Patrick Terry. We are two dads with a
0: love for movies. <coughs> Join us as we discuss movies we have seen with our kids,
1: as well as movies we have seen without them. Hello, Patrick. How's it going? Going all right, Jeff. How about you?
0: Yeah, yeah not bad. Not bad. I've, uh found it interesting. I could be fine the entire morning before we record. But like right before we record, I'll start get a little tickle in my throat. I don't know if it's a re- pre-recording tickles. Instead of instead of jitters, I get tickles and then I'm like, great, I'm going to end up coughing again. It's going to be it's going to be fun. I love it. So, working on trying to control that. But otherwise, it's going to be a beautiful day, beautiful week actually finally getting some heat up in here. Yeah, in those 80s, those mid mid 80s this week. So gonna miss the cool air. Me
1: and heat don't get along. Yeah,
0: yeah. I hate I hate coats. I hate wearing coats. I hate having to keep track of, having to yeah. keep track of a coat. I have been against wearing a coat since April. <laughs> like mid April, I'm like I'm done with coats. Yeah, but it's 50 degrees out. I, I don't care. I'm not wearing this freaking coat because so I'm not going to keep track of it. It is mid-April. We're almost right. in May. And then in May, it got cold. I'm not wearing it. It's May. Why Why should I be wearing a coat in May? No, I'm not doing it.
1: Yep. When I Went out Friday to see our feature. You know, it was, it was cool. I, I went... Yeah. I, I hadn't. I didn't watch the weather, so I didn't know. So I went car wash and everything. Was headed to the theater afterwards. Next thing I know, the bottom fell out of the sky. Like, yeah. All right cool and then <laughs> but <laughs> so not i get to the, <laughs> get to the theater and i'm sitting in the parking lot and it's just still pouring down i'm like all right i guess i'm just gonna get wet <laughs> i didn't bring my hoodie oh, and i decided man. to leave my umbrella in the car and oh, um and, why would you... <laughs> and then <laughs> and then i just walked yeah. on in i mean it wasn't bad like it kind of let up as yeah. i was walking in and then coming out heard it again i'm like uh but it, was, but it was weird, because like it was coming down heavy, and as I was getting closer to the door to walk out, it started letting up. I'm like, okay, you knew I got soaked earlier, so I appreciate yeah.
0: that. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> wow. Then it was cold. I'm like, dang.
0: <clears throat> yeah, it was like brisk cold. I was like, whew. Oh, my. Yes. This is me. Okay. All right. Um. Even though we're recording on Monday and yesterday was Mother's Day, we still want to wish a very happy Mother's Day for all the mothers out there. And uh, hope you had an amazing day. So. Ruth got to take a two hour nap, so I don't know how you can get much better than that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uninterrupted. She, yep. She wanted 12 hours by yeah. herself. And she wanted 12 hours by herself, but with a button or with, you know, 12 hours by herself with the TV and a button that she can press and a grilled cheese appears. She, she got a two hour nap, but she said she was like dead to the world asleep. Yeah. And she said it was the some of the best sleep she's gotten in a long time. <laughs> and I said, oh, so your two hour nap felt like 12 hours. OK, cool. Check that off the list. Yeah. As far as a button for grilled cheeses, she can text with the ring, with with the bell, with the bell emoji. It'll ring on my phone. I'll send Grayson up with Mm a grilled cheese. Grilled cheese is served. (laughs) Yep. But she ended up uh, making grilled cheeses because that's what she wanted to do. I'm like, all right. Um, I brought her breakfast and uh, she got a new plant and... Some stuff for the back patio so yeah that's uh yeah and a couple other things so yep talked to my mom and my and uh she was getting ready you know for a few minutes and then she went over to visit my grandmother and i got to talk to my stepmom too so all bases covered and um york's mom was one of the um I guess flag holders, flag people. I don't know what you call those people, but on the Nashville's uh professional soccer team, the Nashville mm-hmm. Soccer Club, uh they had a game yesterday and she got to be the one to carry out the uh Nashville Roadies flag out on the field. So that was pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that
1: explains the traffic yesterday.
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: Sounds
0: like yes. What's all this traffic going. Yes. So uh but yeah, it looked like they had an amazing time. So, cool day. It's a cool, cool day.
1: Yeah, on this end, we ended up going to uh, Longhorn Steakhouse. There you go. And um got my mom and my sister cards. I always try to find the ones that will make them cry.
0: <laughs>
1: Another successful year. And then I saw yeah. a um, Viola Davis book, back book in Walmart. So I got that from my mom. Okay. And um, she appreciated that. And then we just got good food at Longhorn. There you go. Even though my, yeah. my leg got a little extra shower because the waitress dropped the drinks.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> but it wasn't like,
1: <laughs> it wasn't as bad as it looked. Like, I got, it was mostly the floor and then part of the table.
0: Yeah.
1: And the corner of my leg. Yeah. And um, she was so, like, she, I yeah. guess she thought people were going to react, like, be
0: upset. and like. Yeah. yeah. It happens, it's you know. It happens, yeah. Yeah. But it's all good. You're not getting paid enough to get yelled at. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't have the energy for it, even if
1: I felt like it. <laughs> but like, that's nah, cool. Yeah, yeah, it was a fun day.
0: Good, good. <clears throat> yeah, Grayson. Not, Grayson wanted to play the F- Trivial Pursuit Family Edition yesterday. Mm-hmm. After she got stomped in uh, Connect Four several games, <laughs> although she almost won a couple of them. Though she's gotten so good at it now. So I know she'd be. I know she's hustling them kids at at school though. Yeah, where they play oh i guarantee she's hustling them like left and right (laughs) like where did all this money come from don't ask no questions daddy (laughs) just take your cut yep take your (laughs) cut here you go okay take your hush money (laughs) yep but uh yeah so we ended up playing the family edition trivial pursuit and she could not answer this one question in about broke my heart it was what is what is the vehicle in which Marty McFly uses as a time machine in the movie back to the future? Mm -hmm. And she's just nothing. I'm like, you know, this, you've got to know this. Otherwise I'm failing as a parent. She did not tell me that it was a DeLorean. I'm like, Oh, we're going to fix this problem today. (laughs) (laughs) And then she couldn't remember the name of the, person who poured who pulled the uh sword excalibur out of the stone i'm like I can add that to the list <laughs> you have not watched sword in the stone we i don't think so we, we're gonna fix that today too <laughs> like we got a list it's a good thing it's early in the day yeah <clears throat> so we made it through about 30 minutes uh yeah, about 30 minutes or so of, of Back to the Future. And then she said she wanted to take a bath. She took, a bath. She took like an hour-long bath. I don't know how that water was still. There was no way that water was still warm. Yeah. Um, I folded laundry. Ruth was napping at that point. <clears throat> and then when she got done, we went back downstairs. And um, we were just chilling. And, uh, we, and I put on Sword in the Stone. Then she remembered she had washed it in her aftercare. She had watched Sword in the Stone. I'm like, okay, still a really good movie. It's one of my favorite Disney movies next to Great Mouse Detective. Still are my two favorites. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, I was like, how do you not know what? But I'm like, you know what? Your brother probably was your age when he first saw it. So, okay, that's I'll, I'll let that one saw it. You better know this the next time you get that question, though. Yeah. <laughs> It's like it's your daddy's dream car. Come on, <laughs> but yeah. Um, otherwise, yeah, it was it's all good. Um, York learned how to do some new animation. Um, on the Pro Create uh, drawing app, he has been able to basically take like a bit, kind of like eight bit animation,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and he took a cassette tape with uh, like a unicorn horn and then made it and was able to animate it to say hi, you know, blink and kind of bounce up and down and say hi. Yeah. And then he did a piece of toast with eyes and it said, hi. Um, and then it kind of somehow panned over. I don't know how that worked, but it panned over with, to some eggs that also said hi. (laughs) So I was like, look at him go. Okay. So he's gonna be able to do
1: whole episodes.
0: Yep, I told well, and I told him it's a you know when uh, we went and saw Doctor Strange that you know we're sitting for the credits and everything, and he's like, "Good grief, look at all these people working on the visual effects." I go, "Yeah, man, that could be you at some point." Yeah, you. I said if you wanted to, that I mean that's something you could get into with the way you draw on. Now you're doing animation. I mean, it's these are all just building blocks to. To being, you know, to getting your name up there and on the screen, yeah. So, I said, if you, if you, you know, decided you wanted to do that, I mean, these are all, all skills you're going to need to have before you get it, before you get there. So, he thought that was pretty cool. So, all right, TV, Moon Knight season finale.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just like I said at the beginning. I want more episodes. Yep. But I mean, I like, I like what they were doing and um, leaves you wanting more. So
0: I had to rewatch it. Like, I watched it and I didn't feel like I had 100% of my attention there. So I rewatched it just so I didn't miss anything. Yeah. And I still did. Like, I'd, I'd still missed the whole Jake Locky thing. I'm like, yeah, straight up missed that part. Yeah. I don't even remember where, but I missed it. <laughs> But first,
1: yeah. first episode to have a uh, something at the end,
0: <laughs> yep yep it was but it was good i i yeah i I liked it I, i'm I'm down with it, I'd rewatch it, yeah, probably you know, like when those all in one sitting or almost in one sitting um type of situations because I think we'd have a better flow if it you know if you watched multiple episodes at a time. I mean, I'm all for watching it week by week, but when you have multiple ones, it's a lot easier to kind of be refreshed of what happened, what occurred the previous episode. I mean, even though they do the previously on Moon Knight. Yeah,
1: it's better having the full experience than going to the next episode. And yeah, I'm just curious where they go from here. Are they going to do another season or are they going to continue the story in another movie or, you know,
0: so I'm almost wondering if they're going to do a Dark Avengers Mm-hmm. By bringing back Daredevil, Punisher, then moon, adding Moon Knight, and I forgot who else, but like doing that kind of doing that kind of thing. So a I more, guess a, more grounded, yeah, version, yeah, yeah. So I'm kind of curious how they're, you know, if they're going to do something like that. Jessica Jones and all them, you know, I guess it would technically be the Defenders, but. But if they did like a Dark Avengers and then add a Moon Knight into that mix. Yeah. Curious, but um, yeah, I am curious what they're going to do... I would like to see another season if they're not going to transition him into the film world. Uh, Yeah. But it's... Yeah, it's not my favorite show, but I... But I do like, like I do really like it. Kind of like One Division's not my favorite show,
2: mm-hmm.
0: but I do like it. In fact, I rewatched the last three episodes uh, after seeing Doctor Strange. <laughs> yeah. I didn't watch the last, like I didn't watch the entire season because I didn't really want to watch the entire season. But I did want to rewatch kind of the part where they kind of quit doing the TV part, you know, part of the show, and it's just all presentation out stuff. there. Yeah, so. I kinda wanted to go back and rewatch that. Um But yeah, but like I said, I still really enjoyed Moon Knight. Um Oscar Isaac is just insanely talented actor. And yeah. Um and then I and then I watched Halo the next day and was like, I'm just done with the show. (laughs) Like I'm I'm like, I'm just over it. Um even though there was some good action in this last episode and some closure on one of the storylines mm-hmm. or closure on, I guess the B or C storyline. And it's, I was just glad it it was over. I think, uh, next week is the last episode. I think this is episode eight coming up. Um, yeah, I'm just kind of, I really enjoyed the first one and then I enjoyed the fifth one, but I'm kind of, I think I'm kind of done. Everything else is just meh. Yeah, I'm just kind of done with it. So, yeah. I just don't care enough. Um, yeah, but I'm watching. I'm still watching Under the Banner of Heaven. In fact, I just wa- finished watching the third episode that came out this past week, mm. and I'm really enjoying that one. That one's really interesting, mixing mixing the old stories of Mor- Mormonism. Of the Mormon faith or whatever I don't know, um, but the history of mixing the history of that into these into the, this investigation and the possible reasons why these you know X Y and Z people are commit you know may have been involved in this in these murders. So and it testing Andrew Garfield's character's faith and yeah, it's just I mean he. Uh, Goes without saying how good of an actor he is, but uh, even supporting cast is really well is, is doing an excellent job. I just really like the show. It's it'll, it's definitely keeping my attention, so I'm digging that for sure. Yeah. Um. And trying to think of what else. If there's anything else I've watched, if so, I. Oh. Um. Uh, the shining girls show on Apple TV Plus is also really good with Elizabeth Moss and that whole reality time, time slash reality bending story going on, which is also a mist you know, kind of a murder mystery and trying to find out who this killer is, but at the same time, something'll happen and it'll completely change as to what's going on basically someone stops on a butterfly somewhere and it screws everything up, but yet <laughs> somehow the investigation still is going on and nothing else has changed in that. It's so weird how it affects some things, but not all things. Yeah. So that's, I guess you could say would be the one problem I have with it, but otherwise I, yeah, I'm thoroughly enjoying that show. So. And that's about it. Uh, Ray, uh, Grayson's been on a that's so Raven slash Raven's home kick for about three weeks now. Yeah. You ever noticed, I mean, I don't know if this ever happened with you, uh, with Kyla, but when she was younger and you're like, you know what? I'm trying to get you, you kind of watch it. You're watching a lot of this kind of get tired of watching this. (laughs) Mm. Can I introduce you to something new? And then you find out they like, she likes it. And then, that's all she watches and then you're like need to find another new thing because this one's starting to drive me nuts
1: (laughs) no no
0: no okay you start off
1: watching spongebob even to the point of singing the part of the intro to the yeah to the show and but i watched spongebob a couple years before she was born so i was like eh (laughs) gotcha but never so but never was anything that just got annoying Although she always wanted to watch for not shows but movies, she liked watching the Monster House movie, mm-hmm. which I should have oh, known God, then yes. she
0: was gonna be.
1: I should have known then yeah. she was gonna like horror stuff.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but um, that movie is the worst animation. It is so. <laughs> but the scariest thing of that movie is the animation. Yeah, that animation yeah. is terrifying to watch.
1: But I've watched it so many
0: times. Oh, she same. To watch, like, uh, Same. It's so yeah. and it's not a good movie.
1: I mean, I, I kind of like it. Because it's so bad, but but so it's,
0: it's not, yeah, it's not good. Mm. And I don't like. And every time I watch, every time she would watch, it, I'm like, "Who is this movie for?" Yeah, it's not. For, it's really not for Grayson's age, but she. I mean, she's watching it. I'm like, yeah. and your, and then it would be too old for York, because York's not going to want to watch anything like that. So it's like, who's this for? <laughs> Mm-hmm. but yeah it was but so Grace has been hooked on because she hooked on uh, she got hooked on well she used to watch she used to watch something got her moved on to watching my next or my perfect landing I think is what it's called some gymnastics Canadian gymnastics show mm-hmm. and, uh, and then there's only thir- one season and 13 episodes and she would just rewatch and rewatch watch, and it's it's not good I mean it's good for one viewing and that's about it but she was yeah. over and over like we have to find something else and I forgot oh I know what it was Vampirina she, all she was watching was Vampirina and we finally got her off of Vampirina to get her to watch this gymnastic show hmm. and I'm the one that introduced her to Vampirina to get her off of some other show and I can't remember what it was then and then, now I'm like I don't even know what I've done <laughs> and then introduced her to that gymnastics show and i'm like oh there's a new disney show here's uh ghost of molly mcgee you'll like this it's kind of quirky even i kind of like it and she's like yeah it's not bad and then goes back to vaporina i'm like no (laughs) and then uh yeah she just kept watching these other shows just over and over and then got her watching Raven's home and then that's all she watches and then Ruth introduced her to I mean there's like at least there's like five seasons of that yeah so she shouldn't be watching the same episodes over and over although she finds a favorite and gets hooked on it and then she started watching that so Raven so it's always the prequel I guess you could say yeah and then this and then that, so that's all she's watching lately I'm like <sighs> I need you to diversify. <laughs> Your shows, the at least. Oh, and I got her. I did get her to watch Bunked, which is another Disney show. Which Ravens Home ends up doing like a a uh, what do you call that? Not a shared universe, but they do an episode. They do an episode on. They basically do a bunked episode. So they wind up trying to go from one camp and end up on the one at Kikiwaka. So. Um, for bunked. And so they do a bunked episode. So, so she at least watches a few of those here and there, but it's, it's like, I need you to spread it out. (laughs) spread, Spread the love sister. Yeah. But I mean, there's, you know what? There's worse things. So, yeah.
1: Um, I'm still making my way through the, all of us are dead series on Netflix. I watched the first season of Russian Doll. Yeah. With Natasha Leone, <laughs> where she she dies and is kind of like stuck in this loop where every time she dies, she's back at her birthday party and trying to figure out why she keeps dying. And there's another guy experiencing the same thing. It's good. I've, I've watched at least the first episode of the second season. So it's a little different. It
0: where, is. It is different. Um, yeah. Second episode, second season. It's. Yeah.
1: So I want to finish that when I'm like. It's going to be different. I think I'll take a break and then come back to it.
0: Yeah. That is me. I am still watching the offer on Paramount Plus about the making of The Godfather. And that is outstanding. Like, I, it's, yeah, I'm loving that show. Yeah. I, loving that show. Or series, whatever you want to call it. But, yeah, amazing. <clears throat>
1: Let's see, and then i would watched uh and
0: mike myers yes so i've watched i've uh, and not because of any reason other than i was just tired fell asleep on the last episode Mm
2: -hmm.
0: but otherwise have watched it um if this would have come out 10 years ago i think it would have been better um yeah yeah (laughs) it is, it's something. I mean, it's a thing that exists. (laughs) Um, I love Mike Myers. I have nothing against him. I've always enjoyed his movies. Um, I still think one of his best performances ever is a movie that has gotten, you know, I'm sure it's still rotten on rotten tomatoes, um, is 54 about studio 54 Mm -hmm. back in the seventies where he plays the owner And it's just such a small support supporting role part, but he really immersed himself and really showed that he can act like actually. And I don't mean that by him doing comedies, he can't, I'm just saying he's showing that he can do something other than his Mike Myers, you know, showed showed a little more range. Yeah. Kind of like Jim Carrey doing dramas, you know, he, it shows his range, but I feel like that is still one of Mike Myers, best roles. And, Absolutely loved him in that. Now, of course, "So I Married an Ex" murder still my favorite Mike Myers movie. Yeah, hands down. I could I've seen that so many times I can almost you know quote half of it. uh It's so good.
1: <laughs> woman, woman,
0: woman. Yeah, I could go on I I Saturday morning. The
1: series was pretty decent. I Man, it, it was comedy. Even had like some kind of scratch ahead think moments like when these public figures die, do they really die? Are they put to some kind of secret <laughs> position? Right. Yeah. But um I thought it was interesting. Probably maybe not his funniest work, but Mm-mm. I chuckled a lot. I chuckled a bit more than. Yeah, I there's, I would.
0: yeah. Um he plays I think eight different characters in this show. Yeah. I think if he was just was stuck to like two or three and then just brought in comedic actors, I think that yeah. would have just really enhanced his other characters more. Yeah.
1: Instead of trying
0: out, so. to, yeah. Instead of trying to do, trying to do everything. Cause in the end, it's still him mm-hmm. trying to do his thing with different people. Instead of letting, instead of just bringing other comedians in to help kind of more or less t- you know, uh, be the hype, (laughs) kind of a hype man for him, for his characters to help elevate what he's doing. Uh, but like you, there are parts where I chuckled a lot, um, just stupid humor, but it's, it's still funny. Um, my favorite character, I think I told you was that he plays a, one of the characters he plays is one of those conspiracy YouTubers that, you know, uh, it's kind of a, spoof off of like Alex Jones and then some of these other uh, crazy conspiracy YouTubers. And it's just, it's some of the, it's like, it's just hilarious how much it's parodied, but yet done so well. And it's just so funny because the reason why you're laughing is because you, you've seen people like this and it's just as comical. And it's sad that he's able to nail that. As well as he is. So, but I don't know. That's, I, that was one of my favorite, one of my favorite uh, bits of his. But no, he's, I mean, he's an amazing actor. I just, I just think he should have narrowly focused his talents to like just a couple, like two or three instead of eight, and yeah. then put in others. I mean, but that's just me. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's not terrible, but it's, it is, it is you know, yeah. Um, so it's, you know, I don't think ever, not everybody's going to like it. I'll go ahead and tell you that. Um,
1: it's, it's short. It's like, what, 630-minute episodes, so yeah.
0: it's easy yeah, yeah. to watch. Yeah, it yeah. is an easy watch. So, but yeah, I forgot about that, actually, <laughs> that I did watch that. All right, let's get into our feature presentation. This right. week, uh, as everybody knows, uh, Doctor Strange and the Mom came out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or Doctor Strange in the M for multiverse, O for of, and M for madness. So Doctor Strange and the Mom. It's for Mother's Day. <laughs>
1: Perfect. <laughs> I mean, it is a it's some mother references, so.
0: There, there are, I mean, because, you know, Wanda's in it as the Scarlet Witch, and she's having to deal with some mommy issues. So, Fitting. Yeah. <laughs> somewhat. Yes, <laughs> somewhat. Uh, yeah. Wow. It's uh, just letting everybody know. We're not going to spoil anything. We, I don't, I think we've only, I think in almost three years, believe it or not, almost three <laughs> years and two months, it'll be three years. In three years of doing this, in 143 episodes, I think we've only spoiled two movies, and we only one because we were new. The first one we spoiled, we only spoiled because we were new to it and didn't really know how else to talk about it. Now that yeah. we are, I'd hate to say that we're seasoned, but <laughs> <laughs> got a little more but, experience. There we go. And then one we knew nobody else was going to watch, so we didn't care if we spoiled it. <laughs> yeah. Um, So there's that. However, we've done an amazing job not going to great lengths not to spoil movies um, because we believe that everybody should uh, have a chance to experience the same thing we experienced just because we went and saw it earlier than everyone else doesn't mean uh, we should be the ones to ruin things for you. So we will discuss things that were either in the trailer or you know or at least broad strokes i mean if it's on the poster i think we could talk about it too (laughs) it's literally on the background like i think we could talk about america chavez she's literally on the poster so and i think she's in one of the trailers so yeah even if you don't didn't know who she was at the time so she's there yeah so here we go all right uh dr strange in the multiverse of Madness came out May 6th this year PG 13 with a runtime of two hours and six minutes now I could have I thought this one was two hours 20 something minutes but I think that's Thor uh, that's actually got that runtime okay I thought this movie felt like it was two hours and 20 something minutes I did not feel like it had a fast uh, I felt that there were parts of it that did kind of drag. So, therefore, that's why I thought, I told you, it's about two hours, and 20, and something. I told Ruth that when we were going to go see it now, two hours, six minutes. Okay, see, okay.
1: That's what I, I thought they had
0: said it was like like
1: two and a half hours. That's what I thought they had said originally, yeah. but I was like, no, just over no, two hours. I'm like, it's, it's odd. It's probably one of the shorter, <laughs> one of the Marvel shorter
0: movies. Marvel movies? Yeah. 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 Um, Dr. Stephen Strange casts a forbidden spell that opens the doorway to the multiverse, including alternate versions of himself whose threat to humanity is too great for the combined forces of Strange, Long, and Wanda Maximoff. Now, that is probably the most broad stroke. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that really doesn't. That almost sounds more like the plot to. The first half of that sounds more of the plot of No Way Home. True, Doctor so Strange, strange casts a forbidden spell that opens the door to the multiverse. Peter, yeah. so Peter Parker could get in into MIT. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> now, this one he technically doesn't even cast a forbidden spell to open that. It's already <clears throat> basically he has nightmares. Yeah, and it turns out the nightmares are actually visions. But not vision, anyways. <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's so bad. Um, he ends up fighting a monster that was a big eye. That didn't gross me up, by the way. I was Is surprised. There, I, saw, an I, I saw it. I'm like, eh, it's not that bad. <laughs> that's a monster. It's yeah. not a
1: person. Yeah, not a person. it's not like up close and like yeah. bright burn. It's not like yeah, that.
0: Exactly. Well, and here's the thing, too. So, and I had told you this after watching it. Um, I felt the CGI in the first third in the movie. Now, we saw it in a big auditorium. We York and I like to sit on the front row, or mm-hmm. at least the front row before the disabled seating, because it has that bar there, and we like to put our feet up on the bar. Yeah. Grayson likes it because there's not a seat in the way, and she can actually see better. <clears throat> so I don't know if it's because we were sitting that far, that close up. Or if it was because the cameras that they used to film have gotten so good that it shows every little thing and it makes it harder for green screens (laughs) to be more convincing. But I felt that the first, the CGI for the first third of the movie seemed either not finished or not polished. It just, it seemed, I don't want to say it seemed rough, it just didn't seem as crisp. As previous Marvel movies. Now it got better throughout. So, um, but I didn't think that monster was very well done compared to other things, and compared to things later on in the movie. It just the, like yes, yeah, the early part they won't mind so much as long as we get better. <laughs> right. But there's a scene where they're walking, like, <laughs> yeah, they're just walking. I'm like. They look like they're in front of one of those Liberty Mutual commercials, <laughs> you know, with the Statue of Liberty in the background. Yeah. That's what it reminded me of. Like, it's fake, but you could tell there's it's a green screen, that they're just standing on the stage. Uh, I don't know. But, yeah, they f- he fights a monster and then is introduced to America Chavez, played by a- – I'm going to try this name – Zochel? X O C H I T L. Social. Yeah, sounds yeah, good. Sounds Gomez. Good to me. Yep, social Gomez. I'm gonna say. Um, who is from another universe, and uh, basically she has the power to open portals by essentially like punching a fist in the universe. I guess. <clears throat> yeah. Well, first she can't control. She doesn't know how to do. It whenever basically they they appear whenever she's afraid. Mm-hmm. She can't control her powers. She also has, uh, she also is very strong. So she has like super strength to what she's not, you know, she, she finds out throughout the course of the movie. Um, but otherwise she's traveled to multiple dimensions or not to, multiple universes. And she's met many, ad- Mindy at Stephen Strange to try and help her out. Yeah. But something keeps chasing after her, wanting her powers.
1: Yeah.
0: So. So Dr. Strange goes to Wanda for help. And. uh, Turns out Wanda is still having issues with. um With grief, <laughs> still grieving her kids and is mm-hmm. trying to do whatever she can to get her kids back. The kids yeah. she never really had, but, you know, concocted, I guess is a good way to put it. Um, her fake kids she's trying to bring back. So she thinks that by harnessing America America's uh, powers, she'll be able to open a portal to one of the universes that has, you know, with her kids there. And basically she's going to be their mom. Yeah. You know, like stealing someone else's kid and like I'm going to be your mom now, type of. Basically, it's that type of mentality. Yeah. Like
1: you know, I guess like a lifetime movie. I can't have kids, but this woman has kids, so I'm going to take her kids. Yeah. <laughs>
0: that baby looks like my baby. Yeah. What, what if that baby is my baby? We you know that baby's dead, or you never had one. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So. It's like I'm I'm practically this person with these kids, so I can have these kids.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. Wow, <laughs> I'll be a better mother. I'll be a better mother than this mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that pretty much sets off the course of of uh, Stephen and America trying to basically because America, you know, when she gets terrified, opens you know, opens the portal to another universe. They end up time travel or universe hopping, verse hopping. There we go. They verse jump. They verse jump. Yeah. (laughs) To borrow from everything everywhere all at once. They verse jump. But in an actual their bodies actually verse jump instead of just their brain. Um, so it you know, it's them trying to figure out how to stop Wanda. And you know, you meet different people along the way, there are cameos um, introduced that are uh pretty awesome uh, that everybody yeah. will enjoy Not, i don't even if you don't know who they are you'll still enjoy them yeah so but yeah um and then mordo uh carl mordo from the first dr strange even york's like was wait he was in the first one right i go yes he yeah. was in the first one so it's funny when he said his first name is actually Carl. Carl.
1: Like, as long like, as you knew him, you didn't know his first name yeah. was Carl. Yeah. I really didn't know. He didn't really didn't like you.
0: <laughs> it's like wow. <laughs> y'all went. <wait>, yeah. Y'all wait. <laughs> After all that, y'all weren't close like that. Okay. Nope. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> Wong is Wong. <laughs> yep. No, he's he was he was actually right quite a bit.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> 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 That's so terrible. <laughs> uh York would tell you I made her a lot of Wong jokes uh <laughs> 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 He's gonna hate me for that one too um yeah, I kept making jokes in reference to Wong's name and uh but yeah no it, it anyways uh it was good it is DC, I, I, I've been telling people this is Marvel's DC movie. It is dark. It is dark in tone. Like it is not it's definitely. It's definitely Sam Raimi's touches on this. Yeah,
1: <laughs> put his Big hands top.
0: all in this movie. <laughs> yeah, it's very Army of the Dead. Um, it's very Army of the Dead, and not very Spider Man one or two. <laughs> but uh, I mean,
1: except for that one scene when Strange jumps off the the uh, balcony to go into action.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was
1: like, "Eh, right. Spider-Man ish. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Very.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Like I knew it was going to be darker. I knew going into this, this was supposed to be their horror movie. It really wasn't that. I didn't think it was really that like that. I guess you could, you could say, um, it's got some elements. It definitely has some horror elements, but a lot of that didn't happen until like the last third of the movie.
1: Yeah.
0: I felt I mean there there's some impaling and head bursting and stuff. Um, and things of that nature, but it's which I guess you know, for Marvel that's kind of more than what they're used, you know, you're used to seeing. Yeah. But I mean, we've seen people in, you know, fall on things in other Marvel movies too, but there these trying to word this in a way that doesn't is that spoilery? Basically, it's more impact, and the way people die in this movie is a little more impactful than it is in previous Marvel movies. If that makes sense, like you've, you're like, it's oh, a lot less,
1: it's less cutting away and just having it happen. You actually see some of it.
0: Well, you see of some of being... it, but it happens to characters you care about, as opposed to some, you know, Joe Blow villain or whatever actually deserves so. it. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 That you don't care about cause you're not, you're not emotionally invested in it either through the movie or from, from source material that you've grown up with. We'll just say yeah. that much. Um, but you know, this movie does hit on a lot of, a lot of things that, you know, they've, they've been Marvel's been building up on, um, They've done a great job in being able to incorporate uh, stuff from the previous movies that have kind of in shows, I guess you could say, because that's part of the reason why I went back and watched WandaVision is because I wanted to see where I forgot where it left off. Yeah, like I remember most of the last episode, but I forgot where it left off and I wanted to see where we go with that. They kind of it kind of showed a variation of that ending
1: scene in a way
0: yeah.
1: minus someone.
0: <laughs> but, yeah. Um, right. But
1: um, I was like, okay, that's cool. So it's like, you don't necessarily have watched WandaVision to understand, to right. kind of show some things, to kind yeah. of give references and to, you know, make it make sense why certain things are happening. So, yeah. It's cool. But it's, but it, it, it does help to watch the shows, which, you know, Kevin Feige said like, Hey, for movies in the future, you might want to watch, the show is just to have some reference to.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I have a feeling that, um, by them introducing America Chavez, which they did a great, this was a great vehicle for them to do that. Um, that they will, if they end up either doing a movie or a series of mm-hmm. young Avengers, she'll be added into there with, uh, uh, Haley, Haley Steinfeld's talk. that'll just be another, young adventure that they could add in there. So yeah, to kind of build on, but yeah, no, overall, like I said, the effects got a lot better. Um, It did. The pacing felt sluggish at times. I didn't feel like it had the, and it had some funny moments in it. I mean, it's not, but it, it didn't seem like it had the kind of quick pacing that I felt that no way home had. Like no way home, like there's stuff happening every step of the way, everything's always moving. Even during even when there's downtime, there's still stuff happening. You know what I mean? Yeah. I felt this one kind of dragged a little bit. That's why I actually felt this one felt like it was like two and a half hours. Even though it's only barely over two. Yeah. Um But yeah, and there uh there is a mid credit scene and we'll say an in credit scene. It's still a scene. Um but, yeah, Bruce Campbell makes his cameo because it's Sam Raimi. And, you know, they're not he's not going to not have him in there at some point. Yeah. It took me a minute. I recognized the voice before I recognized him, if that makes yeah. sense. So, yeah, yeah. But I love seeing him in anything, though. Uh, we got York's mom and I met him at a book signing. God, eons ago. He did a book signing and a screening for The Man With Two Brains. <laughs> It was a very very low budget film, filmed in like Bulgaria or somewhere. <laughs> like, very very low budget, and it yeah. it was okay. It was okay. But we got to meet him, and that was awesome. Any final thoughts?
1: Um, I'm I'm sure before I take Kyle, I'm probably watch this one more time So I got some early show times. So I'll probably catch it once before work one day this week, and then maybe see hey, I see an IMAX this weekend. Take Kyle to the IMAX. For this, or chance 40x
0: again, I don't know. Oh, I, I thought about that. that. God, I saw th- I, after we got out, I'm like, I don't know if I would have learned to see this in 40x, it'd be a lot of fog. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So, either gonna be okay. that or IMAX, one of the two. yeah, I
0: mean, at least get a massage before you get your muscles, you know, stretch and get your muscles, stretch. yep, yeah, the muscles yeah. ready, yeah. Uh. <laughs>
1: They either stick yeah. with the standard or do the IMAX.
0: Yeah. I might yeah. even do the... You know, I've thought about going and watching, and I actually thought about taking York to go see it in IMAX. We just had to go whenever uh, the time best suited us. And Yeah. And a lot of the
1: show times were, like, full. I'm like, I yeah. want to kind of let it die down just a little bit. Maybe yep. next week it'll... Maybe yeah. Next week it'll be a little less. Yeah. Yeah. Because when, when we went to 30, it wasn't a lot of people. It was maybe, like, 10 caught it at two thirty, so a lot of folks were still okay. at work just getting off so it wasn't too bad
0: well and i told uh because i told ruth i said when our theater wasn't two packed but two packed um <laughs> or biggied uh <laughs> but it wasn't uh i said but you know it's showing like every half hour yeah but like, there's a show every half hour so that's that helps in not having a completely full theater yeah, but yeah, I mean it. Concession was ridiculous, and we went, you know, like six thirty on a Friday. <clears throat> but yeah, it. I'd like to go see that nine max. I think again, and like I didn't dislike it. I just there are just things I wish they could have done a little bit different, but not you know anything significant. I just think No Way Home is. I enjoyed it more i think it's more rewatchable
1: i think it's more rewatchable yeah i, re-watchable.
0: Yeah. Let's I agree
1: because i've seen that three times so <laughs> yeah this one i'm I mean i still want to watch it again because like i have i have things that i feel like if they had done it they would have helped mm-hmm. maybe a little more time to kind of develop some things a little more like i got there's there's
0: some 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 ideas. I kind of think that's fair, and it's definitely one worth rewatching just to see if there's anything you missed. Yeah, because this definitely seems like one of those movies that you could have missed something somewhere, or at least missed Easter eggs or something like that. But I enjoy. I mean, again, it's it's definitely not for. I don't. Unlike other Marvel movies, I don't think this one's for your younger kids. Like I think mm-hmm. it's like York didn't get really scared at much. Um, so he was fine. He did jump three times, which was awesome. Three little jump scares. I loved it. He's like, he's yeah. like, dang it, I jumped again. I go, I said, I know, and I'm loving every minute of it. <laughs> but yeah, like there's there's no reason for Grayson to go watch this. She'd be scared. She would even be the one to tell you. It's like, yeah, I don't. I think this might be too scary. <laughs> when is it over? <laughs> yeah. When it be done? <laughs> That's her thing. This had a two hundred million
1: dollar budget and so far it's earned four hundred fifty million in the box office.
0: Oh, is that all? Oh. <laughs> I only That's doubled all. my I
1: only doubled
0: it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We might make at least a billion. Yeah. I guess not everybody's boycotting Disney. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then break it down by state, I'm curious. <laughs> Florida's doing. Oh boys. All right. So, last week we did our summer movie preview. I realized it was kind of going long, so we each had a movie to discuss and kind of decided to hold off and do it this week. The movie I was going to discuss last week is definitely is going to fail <laughs> in comparison to what we just talked about. <laughs> I watched uh, this year's uh, disaster film in more ways than one. I watched moonfall. I red boxed moonfall (laughs) came out, came out February 4th. It is May and it's already on red box. I'm just saying Uh, it's PG 13 with a runtime of two hours and 10 minutes. A mysterious force knocks the moon from its orbit around earth and sends it hurtling on a collision course. With the life as we know it, starring the, starting the hope, I hope contractually obligated Howie Berry as Jacinda Fowler, hopefully contractually obligated Patrick Wilson as Brian Harper, John Bradley, who I really like. He's been in a lot of different things, he was in Game of Thrones and, and, th- and such, as Casey Houseman, Charlie Plummer as Sonny Harper. Win-Win You as Kelly Hugh. Michael Pena as Tom Lopez. Carolina Bartzak as Brenda Lopez. Written and directed by Roland Emmerich. So that should tell you everything you need to know. Also written by Harlan Klosser, I guess. And Spencer Cohen. So, yeah. This movie was tough. And I wasn't expecting it to be an Oscar-winning movie. <laughs> like, I know it's a Roland Emmerich film. So I know what I'm getting. I'm not <laughs> like I'm not. When I go to see a Roland Emmerich film, I'm not expecting. It. It's kind of like going to watch a Michael Bay film. You know what you're getting. Yeah. You're gonna get ridiculous special effects. You're gonna get some sort of major disaster that takes down famous monuments from around the world. In this in this case, the Empire State Building. The plot is wonky in that it is in that a some weird it looked like i thought it was like some weird space transformer <laughs> or like <laughs> a bunch of bees <laughs> like space bees you yeah. know swarming in to uh patrick wilson's yeah pretty much patrick wilson and another astronaut were out doing like a spacewalk trying to do some repair work and we'll just say the space bees come space nanobees come swarming in and uh knock the one astronaut off and patrick wilson's trying to go rescue him but then his Leash, or whatever you call that, <laughs> catches him and he can't get him. And then Space Show winds up in like a tailspin type of situation and he gets knocked inside. He's able to get back inside. Halle Berry is knocked out and conscious. And so he's having to try and get the spaceship kind of stabilized. And then, uh, They get knocked out of orbit and back end up landing. Of course, the one astronaut is drifting off to space, but he somehow uh, gets blamed for the death and disgraced or whatever. It's really weird. Finger somebody either him or Halle
1: Berry. You're not going to blame her.
0: Yeah, (laughs) pretty much. That's how that worked out. You know, it's just a freak accident. I mean, really nobody should be getting blamed. It's a freak, freak accident. It just is what it is. And, but anyways, so now he's some like disgraced astronaut. So some years later, um, John Bradley's character, Casey Hausman, ends up, I guess, hacking into some some satellite or telescope thing and noticing the the moon is moved out of its orbit by a certain amount of, you know, by a certain amount. And so he's trying to get a hold of people from NASA and the government and all this stuff to try and let them know, hey this is what's going on. This could be a disaster. Uh, he finally meets up with Brian Harper and then they all try and get, uh, contact with Jacinda Fowler played by Halle Berry. And then, you know, that meanwhile, things are happening. And it turns out, uh, according to the movie and and I'm trying not to give too much away, but this movie has been out since February. I really don't know how many people are actually going to watch this. Um, that haven't already seen it, but basically it's almost like the moon is a transformer <laughs> that doesn't transform. I'm not going to, I'll always say that much, but not giving everything away. But this movie is kind of a mixed bag of disaster film, transformers movie and Terminator movie. It's the best way I can kind of describe the three things they probably used to pitch this movie. Also Roland in going to help write and direct. Here's your money. <laughs> yeah. um, Self
1: contained movies, directed and writing.
0: Yeah. yeah. Go, ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Here's your money. Have fun. About Have that fun. with us anyway. <laughs> yep. Exactly. You hadn't done the moon yet, so did the day that are. Day, <laughs> yeah. Day after tomorrow. <clears throat> Independence Day will still, hands down, be his best work. That's the peak. Yep. I actually kind of like the 13th floor, but. In its own way. But it, I haven't watched that in years. Um, It just, this movie is not great. The effects are good, I guess. Well, I'll give it that much. I mean, it does achieve good special effects. The action's just okay. The acting is kind of stiff from an Academy Award-winning actress and a very good actor, or actors. Yeah. There's a whole lot of trying to escape to a to a mountain <laughs> from the impending doom of the moon while well, falling. That's not a spoiler because it's literally in the title. Um, yeah. And affected. yeah. Yeah.
1: Gravity well, yeah. And you can't
0: character. gravity and <laughs> apparently breathing becomes a thing. I guess oxygen levels decrease. I guess that's how that works. I don't know. I guess if it's ripping through the ozone layer, it probably would. I don't know how that I don't do science, but anyways, it, it's so weird, but yeah, Everything else is okay. I, I just I don't know. I don't understand this movie. Um I mean if it's on streaming, you know, you just need to have something on or you need something to laugh at, this might be it. Um yeah. <laughs> it's it is uh it's a little bit tough to watch. But I made it through. Because there are times I'm like, I I'm kinda done with this, you <laughs> know, but I'm gonna yeah. drudge through. But it's there's a reason why I Think I and many other people didn't go see this in theaters. It is interesting. I mean, it's got some interesting parts as far as like, hey, the moon's getting ready to crash into orbit, so everybody's going to freak out and try and leave. Try and leave the city to go where? Because it's going to. I mean, it wherever he right, goes, nowhere
1: matter. No where to go.
0: Exactly. <laughs> yeah, people are going to pillage and loot and you know, survival. It all matters. Yeah everybody's gonna yeah
1: Just whatever a huge
0: party yeah exactly get on the roof of the get on the roof of Capitol records <laughs> <go. The aliens. laughs> wait for the aliens uh <laughs> but yeah that is that is a movie that is a moonfall it is tough it exists it exists but hey Apparently a Mercedes drives beautifully through, or is it a Lexus? Lexus or Mercedes? I forgot which vehicle sponsored it. Yeah. Michael Pienos like a works at a dealership, like a fancy dealership, and uh so he's you know trying to drive through all of that. You know, his debris is falling and things are falling out of the sky, but he's driving like a champ through all of it in this vehicle. This commercial. Oh, for, very well. Yep. this commercial for this commercial for Alexis or Mercedes. So.
1: I'm surprised I wouldn't like a freeze frame moment of the,
0: of the logo and then continue. Oh. You don't think so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> At least I didn't notice it. <laughs> Ugh, God, this movie. All right, I'm done. <laughs> please talk. Please talk about a better movie.
1: <laughs> um, before I talk about the one that I left off last week, um, I watched a movie that I thought I'd watched, but I hadn't seen, uh, U.S. Marshals. Yes. Um, yeah, I checked it out. I think I was watching it before I went to see Doc Strange, the off okay. of social yeah. media and all that. And um originally came out March 6th of 1998, runtime of 2 hours and 11 minutes, uh, directed by Stuart Baird, and it stars Tommy Lee Jones, Wesley Snipes, Robert Downey Jr., before you know marvel came in yeah. and helped him
0: <laughs> right
1: um so basically you have a u.s marshal samuel gerrard and his team of marshals are assigned to track down sheridan who's been accused of a double murder um even though i hadn't watched it i kind of figured out who did what from the early parts of the movie but it was cool to still watch it kind of play out mm-hmm. and how um wesley snipes mark sheridan or robert or warren you know we had many identities but never changed yeah. his first name <laughs> exactly he's um he's involved in a, in a motor a vehicle accident and they find a weapon in his in his vehicle and um so he gets arrested for what illegal ownership of weapon or something like that? Uh, illegal possession yeah yeah and so but also, he's accused of being the one behind the um, the double murder, which involved other DSS agents, which were killed trying to intercept a briefcase exchange. And even though it was seen on camera, the the criminal escapes. Um, I guess this is
0: similar to the fugitive <laughs> because it has your. Well, it's a sequel. A sequel. I mean, okay. Te- technically, I think they're ca- they're calling it a sequel. Okay, because Timothy
1: Jones plays the same character, right?
0: yes yeah okay um but i
1: mean it was interesting it was interesting everybody does their part and i guess it's predictable because the movie of it being at the time and um not not necessarily its fault just it's 2022 and i'm watching it now and yeah if i'd watched it then i probably wouldn't have figured it out as easily but um i did like it even though i thought it was predictable but um pretty intense action sequences um yeah, I mean it was it's a good it was a good pre warm up for <laughs> the movie I watched Friday.
0: But yeah, okay. uh, I liked it when it first came. I haven't watched it in years. Yeah, I think people forget how um like how amazing an actor Robert Downey Jr. really is. Yeah. Um, you know he does movies like this, but he you know all their, you know a lot of younger people are just going to know him from the Marvel movies because it's been going on for 12, 14 years, 14 years. Oh, so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, you know, so that's all they know him from or Sherlock Holmes, I guess. But like, he's uh, just looking at his body of work. He's been in some amazing movies. Chaplin yeah. is still my favorite, uh, Robert Downey Jr. role. So it's still my favorite. Cause he nailed it. So, granted, again, he's. well, no, he's not really. I wouldn't say he's playing himself, but no, Iron Man's still him playing himself, <laughs> or a former version of himself, I guess is a good way to put it. Yeah, but no, I I, I remember that I I'm trying to. I know I, I saw it with my friends. I can't remember if I saw it a second time, saw it with my mom or not. Um. But yeah, I remember I really enjoyed it, and you know, it's before Wesley Snipes got into all his troubles. Yeah, he was still, uh, still high demand, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's I remember it being really entertaining, but Fugitive still being better, I guess. But yeah, like you, it's kind of, you're kind of able to kind of figure things out fairly early on, but I think that's so you can figure out how it plays out. Yeah. Sometimes movies do that just so you can I was like, all right, you know who it is, okay, well how is this gonna play out now? So Well they figure it out. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Well they figure it out and when and why do why we figured it out before they have, yeah.
1: Yeah. Like like some movies, like you know what's going on and by the end they never figure it out and the person gets away. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I did enjoy it, though.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, (coughs) Same. Okay. Uh, Lastly, for me, uh, real quick, I watched on PBS, actually, of all things. Um, It's not really even a movie. We could say it's just a special, I guess, in the same way that kind of Hamlet or not Hamlet. Good grief. Hamilton. I was getting there. On Disney Plus is not technically a movie, it's more of a special. It's a recorded Broadway musical. I watched a recorded one man show. <laughs> uh, I watched Frank Ferrante's uh, uh, Groucho, or it's also when he takes the show on the road, it's just called An Evening with Groucho. Uh, This show is absolutely amazing. <clears throat> Again, I watched I watched it on PBS uh, if you got the PBS app or if you download the PBS app, just you can always you could probably do it the same way I did, which is you just you know once you put in your location of where your your city is or your zip code, and it gives you your PBS lineup and stuff. Mm -hmm. Just do a search for Frank Ferrante's Groucho, and it'll be there. Uh, Frank Ferrante has been doing this show for 33 years, which is ridiculous to even think. But he has pretty much nailed down this role. I was within 10 minutes of watching this. I called my mom. Said you have got to watch this. Try and see if you can find it. If not, I'll get you. I'll, I'll help you out. Um, because he completely embodies the look, the persona, the voice, the mannerisms, every small little minute detail of Groucho Marx. He has got down. This show is there. There is singing. So just FYI, Patrick, there is some singing, but not that it's like it. It's singing that helps enhance the night of, of the experience. Okay, um, but there's a lot of improv. Like he he basically transforms himself into Gracho Marx as he's telling the story of Gracho and how you know basically how they got into vaudeville, how they started making movies. He talks about each one of his brothers and about their mom and about how they got all got into show business. And they, and then he interacts with the audience mm-hmm. as Groucho and and just riffs. I mean, just a lot of back and forth with the audience. And it's, it stays in character. And it's like amazing. It's just like, wow, I'm watching... Like, cause this, cause improv is not easy to do. You have to kind of really be with it and be able to kind of think of something pretty quickly and to do this every night is just outstanding. And he, like, I just, I can't get over how well his like the voice. Cause usually cause Gracho has kind of a regular voice and then kind of goes up high pitch a little bit and then it will bring it back down. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we'll get kind of low. It's just knowing when to do that that pitch change while speaking is just it's crazy. Um, but he fell in love watching the Marx Brothers growing up, and actually got to meet Cacho when he was thirteen, which is pretty, which is a cool experience. And then he just kind of developed this show as he was going along. So as much as it is entertaining, you know, it's entertainment. You're wearing a lot about or entertainment, you know, with him doing his one liners, kind of reprising some of the songs from the different movies and, uh, bantering with the audience and bantering with the piano player that he has there with him. He also kind of gives you a lot of history about the Marx brothers throughout this night. Like you learned a lot of things about them, and it's just—I mean—it's just very immersive. If you've even remotely likes the Marx Brothers or just like theater and watching a person just completely just turn into this person, <laughs> like it's—you will love the show, and it costs you nothing to watch it because it, it's on PBS. But it's. And if you can't locate it, you can go to an evening with Groucho and and order it for $20 and then share with your friends. But it is absolutely amazing. And I just can't get over. Like I, I'm just like, I'm every time I, the entire time I'm watching, I just kept thinking, wow, I'm watching, like I completely lost that. I'm watching an actor. I thought I was actually watching Groucho and I've seen all of their movies multiple times. Watch the, you bet your life show reruns, listen to it on old time radio cassette tapes growing up. And mm. it's just, I can't get over how, how amazing this performance is. Like, I'm just like, give him all the awards. <laughs> it's in the same vein of like Hal Hallbrook doing uh, Mark Twain. That he's been doing for, I forgot how many years he's been doing it. So definitely worth checking it out. It's like an hour and 15 minutes long hour and 20 somewhere in there definitely worth it though definitely worth it So check it out frank ferrante's graccio or aka an evening with graccio
1: so my final entry i checked out the movie devil in a blue dress
0: one of my favorites um
1: and i did so after reading the book the novel by walter mosley it's funny because mo- the book was his first release novel in 1990, yep. and then five years later, here it is, the movie.
0: Yep. Yep. So,
1: to be exact, September 29th, 1995. Okay. And I originally watched it on Tubi, but now it's on HBO Max, I believe. Okay. I uh, run time of an hour and 42 minutes. Perfect. Directed by Carl Franklin. Yep. Uh, stars Denzel Washington as Easy Rollins. You got Tom Sizemore as DeWitt Albright. Jennifer Bills plays Daphne Monet. Don Cheadle is Mouse, which is a very young Don Cheadle, <laughs> and it's, like... it's it's so amazing. He's so yeah.
0: amazing. Love him in this role. I'm
1: just like, man, this is this is definitely not. It, he, he just it, this time frame. He just has a different look. Where I'm like, you sure this is Don Cheadle, <laughs> right? <laughs> but um, he plays Mouse. Um, Mari uh, Shaken plays Matthew Terrell. Lisa Nicole Carlson is uh, Coretta James. And Mel Winkler's Joppy. Uh, it's about an, an African American man is hired to find a woman and gets mixed up in a murderous political scandal. Which I'm reading, like the second book from this mm-hmm. called uh, A Red Death. Seems mm-hmm. like Easy finds himself in a lot of murderous situations.
0: It's kind of like he's like Jessica not. Fletcher that way, isn't he? <laughs> is <that>
1: right. <laughs> Someone's always dying around him. Around him. Um, so it takes place in 1948, Los Angeles. And Easy, real name Ezekiel Rollins, is recently laid off from his job at Champion Aircraft. And, of course, he needs money to keep his mortgage paid. And he loves his house. Like, he doesn't want to lose it. He's like, there's Mm -hmm. nothing like having his own place. He's doing whatever to keep it. Um, So he gets introduced to DeWitt Albright by his friend and bar owner, Joppy. And basically, his mission is to just find information on how to find Daphne Monet. Just provide him with how to find her and that's all he has to do. And of course it's never that simple. Never. Um, he's told that she frequents juke joints and has also ran away from her fiance, Todd Carter, who dropped out of the LA mayor race because of her disappearance. And um, you know, he begins his search, finds that his friend Dupree's girlfriend Coretta is friends with Daphne, and he receives information among other things from her. <laughs> but Of course, the next day she's found murdered and he just it's just spirals out of control to the point that he has to uh, reach out to an old friend, Mouse, who is kind of reluctant in doing so because Mouse is very unpredictable in his behavior. (laughs) Put a mildly. (laughs) Yeah. And um, like, even though he's bringing him there to help him out, he knows that he has to be careful as well, because if he messes up, Mouse will kill him, too. Yeah. (laughs) He does not care. Yeah. Let's see, Easy's harassed by the police and you know they're trying to basically just pin him, pin everything on him, you know, just find an easy scapegoat because they don't know who did what. Uh he does eventually meet Daphne and you know, situation just continues to spiral out of control because again more dead bodies pop up <laughs> and he's trying to figure out what it is about this woman that everybody's, you know, crazy about. And it's it's interesting. Like, I, I, I do prefer the book because there's a lot of things mm-hmm. that's not in the movie, but yeah. it's a good kind of adaptation from from the story in the book. So but it's definitely one to check out if you haven't.
0: Definitely. Um, yeah. I remember having this on VHS and watching it a lot. And mm-hmm. I listened to the audio book of this yeah. when I was younger um, and a couple others. I forgot which ones at this point. But, yeah, no, it's <clears throat> Walter Mosley's an amazing storyteller. Yeah. This yeah. movie was great. I loved it. Like, I just loved it. Don Cheadle is <laughs> so good. He's so good in this. His Especially character is
1: so he's kind of drunk. Like he's yes. talking easy, but he's like in a drunk fit. Talking yeah. about he'll you. And He basically, you know, Denzel basically has to talk to him in a way to keep him from shooting him. Yeah. <laughs> but he knows like, Hey, he could be dead in any moment. That crazy. That's, that's crazy personified.
0: Yes, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, pretty much.
1: <clears> this <throat> got me what i'm reading pretty much all of the easy rollins books right now okay the second one to red death and i think i had the first six so we me making my way through that slowly okay cool yeah.
0: awesome um but yeah definitely check this out if you haven't because it's it's i mean it's an older movie but it holds up this is one yep. of those older, one of those ones that definitely holds up God, can you believe that movie's almost going to be 30 years old? <laughs> I know, right? God, I just looked at that, and I'm like, uh, but it holds up. I, yeah,
1: but it holds I was up. 15 when it came out.
0: Yep. Uh, it's older. <laughs> uh, it was not. Um, but yeah, it, it it was definitely a good movie, so definitely check it out. Uh, all right. Trailers, um, if you saw Doctor Strange or are going to see Doctor Strange, you will have seen the Avatar, new Avatar, um, not last but not last Airbender oh, Avatar, but um, av- the new sequel, Avatar The Way of Water. Expected to be released December sixteenth, two 2022, Jake Sully was with his newfound family formed on the planet of Pandora. Once a familiar threat returns to finish what was previously started, Jake must work with Neytiri and the army of Navi to race to protect their planet. Written and directed by James Cameron. Yup. Um. Anyways, that trailer came out. So, yeah. I'm um, I'm not an Avatar fan, so I'm to me I'm not as excited as probably most people are.
1: Still haven't watched the first one, so it's
0: is <laughs> just yeah. So, so like,
1: whenever they were talking about the sequels, I'm like, I'll believe it when I see a trailer. Yep. And there's the trailer. Yeah. I'm like, all right. So I guess it's real.
0: Yep. Because this is I guess this is happening. Yeah. Um also shown uh, <clears throat> before Dr Strange is don't worry darling which is which is Olivia Wilde's uh, latest uh, expected to come out September 23rd a 1950s housewife living with her husband in a utopian experimental community begins to worry that his glamorous or begins to worry, that yeah, his glamorous company may be hiding disturbing secrets. Starring Florence Pugh, Olivia Wilde, Harry Styles, Chris Pine, Jimmy Chan, Nick Kroll, Douglas Smith, Dita Vantis of all people, <laughs> uh, Timothy Simmons. It's got a big cast. <clears throat> to me, it looks like it's a updated or a, a different telling of *A Stepford Wives*. Type of thing. So we shall see. And then lastly, we have comedian Joe Coy, uh, set uh, with a movie called Easter Sunday, set to come out August 5th. Set around a family gathering to celebrate Easter Sunday, the comedy will be based on Joe Coy's life experiences in stand up comedy. Uh, The poster tagline is Home is where the crazy is. So uh starring Joe Coy, Lydia Gaston, uh Brandon Wardell, even noble noblezada, Carly Pope, Jay Chandra Tia Carrere. which I haven't heard that name in forever in a minute. All right. Wow. Uh Melody But uh, Joey Joey Gouia, Rodney Toe, Winnie Jocko, Eugene Cordero, and Lou Diamond Phillips. Another name we haven't heard in a while. <laughs> so that is set to come out August 5th. And that is all I have for trailers. This week we have, looks like uh, the animated Around the World in 80 Days, The Sadness, Firestarter. Also going to be available on Peacock, The Innocents, and The Last Victim. So that's what's going to be popping up. Cool. Yep. So we'll be checking out Firestarter, probably on Peacock, but we'll be checking out Firestarter. I've already started by rewatching the original one. With uh, Drew Barrymore, Heather Locklear, David Keith, uh, Donald Pleasance, and Martin Sheen. I forgot all that cast was in there. <laughs> I remember Drew Barrymore and Donald Pleasance, I think, and that's about it. Not Donald Pleasance, uh, George C. Scott. Wrong one. Yeah. So, yeah. So, here we go. <laughs> Should be interesting. Yep, yep. Well I'm curious how they're gonna I'm curious to see the updated one with Zach Efron. So. If he'll I don't think he's gonna have the same mind control powers that the original one had. I think it's probably just gonna solely solely focus on her. Guess we'll see. Dun, dun, dun. Alrighty my friend. Got anything else?
1: No, I think. Okay. Talked about everything that I was needing to. Okay. <clears throat>
0: cool. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we will talk to you all next week.
2: Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed our show and have a moment, please rate and review. It helps us out a lot.
0: Also recommend us to someone that enjoys movies or also has kids. You can find us on Twitter at PA Movie Podcast and on Instagram at parental underscore advisory underscore movie underscore pod. Be sure to join our Facebook group Parental Advisory Movie Podcast and join in all the fun.